are a couple of guys in Portland who have been playing together for a long time. They, they're both guitarists. They call themselves Moon and Bike, mainly because their names are Boone and Mike. Boone Johnson plays acoustic guitar and Michael Robert Swanson plays electric guitar. It's an interesting pairing and brought into high relief when they just play as a duo. They released their first album as a duo last year, all instrumental. They're not kids, but they have a lot of fresh, spacey ideas. They recently played their first Portland gig at Music Millennium and will be playing right here at Artichoke in December. Boone the Moon is here with me right now. Switch here. Exactly. This is the task I'm recording Do myself. You? Yeah, those it's are good very ones. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and it's rolling. Okay. In fact, so it means it means we're we're actually doing this. All right. Cool. Good. Um, okay. So moon and bike. Okay. I didn't see anybody's name, and then I heard one of you was called Boone, and so I extrapolated that. Yeah. And I thought, oh. It must be Moon and Bike, Boone and Mike. Yeah, exactly. So we, um, Michael and I have known each other many years. And mm -hmm. I back we bet, met back in 1995 in Eugene. Wow. Which is where I grew up. Um, mm -hmm. Michael had just moved there. And we, 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 met, on, uh, we met on Spencer Butte. Uh -huh. um, he was doing trail work and I was up there anyway. We were, we were What's riding. trail work? Well, we, he was doing, like on Spencer Butte, like there's a trail to the top of the, oh. to the hill uh -huh. up there, to the okay. mountain. Hill, whatever it is, um, Butte, and uh, he was there with a group of people, and we were, I was riding in the van with him, and we, we started talking about music, uh -huh. realized we were both guitarists, and <laughs> uh, got together, I think, a week or two later, and we've known each other since then. He, uh, in about 95, 96, we um, wrote a song together, I threw an idea by him, which is, you know, actually the song Moon and Bike on the album, uh -huh. and... Uh, you know, it's just the first time we had written a song just, you know, together. Like I had, uh -huh. I'd pitched an idea. He wrote a melody really quickly. And we said, hey, we're going to call this. Bob. Excuse me, Bob. So anyway, so he, uh, it was the first time we had written a song together. We're like, hey, what are we going to call this? And I think he, th he thought he saw thought of it first. And I thought I thought of it first. But we said, hey, how about, uh, how about Moon and Bike? And uh, yeah, just to play on our names. And that's kind of where it all started. But yeah, yeah we were in, in many other bands, several other bands before this project, which we kicked off last year. But we, uh -huh. we thought it was an apt title for the project. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's an unusual sound. Yeah, I, I mean, other than Santo and Johnny. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, that's funny you bring them up. Yeah, that's uh, um, yeah, it's been an interesting ride. Like we we kind of bounce things back and forth. Like, what type of music are we doing? You know, yeah, what, what good are we question. playing? How do we categorize this? What genre are we in? And I think, I think the excitement that we both find from making the music is that it is something kind of new yeah. and unique and yeah. has an original sound to uh -huh. it. And. Uh -huh. uh, I think that's what kind of drives us both to really do it. If we think we were pigeonholing ourselves into a, in a genre or so it wouldn't be yeah. quite the same experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're open to, uh, what other, whatever people want to call it. I think the different songs feel like different kind of genres at times. And uh -huh. we just played our, our first show over at music millennium with our drummer, John. And, uh, -huh. uh you know, and that kind of gave it, we turned the song roads, which is on the album, just as a, a duet, you know, into a trio. And it kind of felt like a surf, surf tune for a little bit when we were playing it with the drummer so it's just funny how things morph as you add people to them right yeah yeah I, it also reminds me a little bit of there's an album that actually was a one-off 
I don't know why they ever didn't make another one. It was Bill Frizzell oh, yeah. and Vernon Reed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's a, that's a great album. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they, yeah. Both of those guys are obviously... With the banjo in there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. huge influences, both of those guys. I mean, because they both... You know, Bill Frizzell definitely is focused in on the Americana a lot, but I mean, right. he's definitely made albums that like that one with Vernon Reed, who's yet another amazingly unique guitarist. Yeah. And yeah. they cut something really unique there as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fun to kind of be, be doing something kind of new and interesting. And, and we don't even know where things are going to go. Our next album, which we're working on right now, um, which a lot of the songs now have, have drums on them because we both really enjoy playing with the drum uh -huh. drummer. Uh -huh. um, you know, have kind of a different feel. It's still same, in the same genre. I think the way we write is in the same way, but they definitely have a different energy to them. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Are, are you going to ever add vocals, do you think? You know, that's a great question. We've thrown that around. We, yeah. We're really open to anything. I think being yeah. doing music as long as we've done it and having listened to much music and played with as many musicians as we have, I think we're open to pretty much anything. I think yeah. on our next album, we're going to be doing a cover or two and we've uh -huh. thrown around the idea of actually bringing in a vocalist it may be a separate project maybe yeah. a live thing we're not really sure i think it just yeah. depends on who presents themselves and who wants to be a part of it who's kind of inspired by what uh -huh. we're doing and uh -huh. wants to work with us so yeah we'll kind of take it one so you were in ben when you met mike no 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 we no we both met in eugene okay years ago 25 years ago but wow. in the last few years i lived in bend uh-huh and um that's when the stars aligned and I reached out to Michael. I said, Hey, let's finally record the song moon and bike because yeah. we've had it forever. Uh -huh. And it's like, let's just get it down and see what happens. You know, let's just uh -huh. record it and see how good it can be. Yeah. And, uh, recorded it. It went really smoothly. It went quickly. And then I threw the song, the first, the opening track river to him. And he finished that amazingly quickly. We said, okay, I think we're on to something. Let's just keep going. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and see if we can turn it into an album, which is what we did. And, uh -huh. The funny thing is we never played these songs together. Like it was all <laughs> recorded, you know, wow. 100, 150 miles apart. And um, it's been the interesting part has been actually moving back to Portland and relearning them all again, you know, yeah. in a real setting with him with, uh, you know. So he's here too? In yeah. Portland? Uh, yeah. Michael's been in Portland since late 90s. We were in a band together uh -huh. around 2000, 99, 2000 in uh -huh. Portland. I've just been gone for about four or five years. What band was it? Uh, the name of the band was Turning Eleven. We, we uh -huh. cut an album with Jeff Saltzman over uh -huh. at Jackpot. Yeah. And uh, we were around for about a year, and then things, um, we disbanded at that point. But we were going pretty strong. It was, uh, it was, it was a really good experience, and that's where uh -huh. we kind of solidified our ability to work together. Uh -huh. And, um, yeah, and it's been, so it's, we're coming like full circle. So it's been 20 years since we took the stage together, and then Saturday night we were we finally did it again. It was great to... Let, let, at, at Music Millennium? Yeah, yeah. What was that like? Yeah, it was great. It was, um, you know, you always get the jitters. It's been years for me. He, um, he was playing in a little duo for a while, so he's had a little more recent stage experience. But, you know, I mean, the first few songs get a little jittery, but I think once... You know, we had a lot of our friends and, and uh -huh. some family members there as well. So it was, you know, and the Music Millennium staff was really cool. It was a nice, yeah. cozy atmosphere. It was right. raining outside. And so it was nice. It uh -huh. was just nice to kind of get out. I think everyone was excited to be there. And, um, yeah, it was great. Great energy to have John, our drummer, who's been my buddy and, and a great musician himself uh -huh. for years with us. So that was nice. So what do you call this thing that you do? You know, when I'm pitching to venues and when I'm pitching to yeah. other uh, other artists, you know, I just call it instrumental guitar music. I don't really, <laughs> you know, I think people people have called it ambient and some, you know, Americana yeah, and like right, new right, age yeah. and and 
but to us it's, it's very difficult their songs. To classify. Like the, we're crafting the songs like they had yeah. our, our goal with this music is really to show our ability to craft songs to play our instruments well and to write strong melodies right. and, and and you can't walk in and say well it's kind of like uh vernon reed and and bill frizzell and, and santo and johnny right because people will go what's that what, what? exactly <laughs> exactly right so you got to have something you know a lot of my influences when i was younger i like i loved michael hedges uh-huh. huge fan, fan of preston reed uh-huh. um you know i was also a huge fan of joe satriani and eddie van halen like those yeah. there, there were two yeah. phenomenal rock guitarists that were uh-huh you know, doing new stuff at the time for mm-hmm. sure. And I'd like fusing all those kind of those influences together. I know Michael's a huge fan of Peter Buck from mm-hmm. REM and, mm-hmm. and, um, but yeah, I mean, what, you know, what does that mean? You know, you, t- you take all those influences and fuse them all together and what do we end up with? I think our hope is that will people be attracted to the fact that it's a new, unique sound. Um, we often get, Someone say, hey, have you heard of these guys or heard of these guys? They're doing, you know, they have kind of a guitar tone right. that Michael has right. or something like that. And it's like, yeah. And it's like, and it's always like, yeah, it is. It is that. But it's not. Yeah. We're not doing the same thing, which right. which I was just interesting, because in some ways we want to find people that are doing what we're doing. Right. Because then we can, hey, let's play a show together or yeah, let's yeah, uh, let's yeah. communicate about that. But yeah. yeah, it's been interesting. I That's a great question. It's one that we keep attempting to um, to answer. I hope that wasn't a, a stranger who picked up the phone and took it out. Oh, geez. I think it was Bob, though. Oh, yeah, I hope so, too. Okay. Yeah, it seemed like him. Yeah, yeah. all right. Okay. Anyway, yeah. getting back to uh, yeah. real life. Yeah. Um, or getting away from real life. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is it always one acoustic and one electric guitar? Um, that's a good question. No, we, we um, I think, that I decided to play acoustic on this. I think with the acoustic and electric combo, there's a lot of, oh, yeah. a lot of tonal... Yeah. depth there yeah. and so that's where the songs usually always start um but once again i think our goal was to make that first album sound cohesive so mm-hmm. we kept it like that there are a few tracks where michael's added you know maybe a second electric guitar or he's added in a little bit of bass and some keys mm-hmm. for some ambiance but um i don't think that's how it's going to stick going forward i mean i have mm-hmm. a, i have i have a lot of jazz and improvisational background mm-hmm. and so i could i I like to play the electric as well. I can imagine a set that we do with a drummer and a bass or a keyboard player and where we're both on electric, you know? So I think mm-hmm. it really just depends on who, what other bands are we playing with? Which mm-hmm. show are we playing with? I'd love the fact that we can morph as a mellow duo and go play a coffee house or a, yeah. a wine bar or, yeah, or something. Yeah. And then we could step it yeah, up and, yeah. and play a bigger show. It's like a post rock outfit yeah. where we're playing louder and, you know, a little more driving rhythms and stuff like that. So we really want to, I mean, we just love playing music, so I think yeah. the opportunity to play lots of different stuff is really yeah. exciting to both of us. Huh. Yeah, it's tricky though, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I think you know, I run that by people, you know, like we talked about before, Alex Steininger and and Dylan McGarrick. You know, like, hey, what do you guys think of this? Where where does it sit? You know, what should we just keep doing the same thing? Should we should we define our sound and keep it pretty? pretty narrow or you, do, or do we open do that. it up? What's that? You don't want to do that. No. And I think in some ways, does it make it more accessible to some people? Sure. Maybe. But I think us as musicians and wanting to do creative stuff, we right. want to open it up and be flexible to right. different sounds right. and experiences right. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like our, for our next album, we're probably going to, it's going to range from just being, you know, mostly a, you know, a duo sound to having, um, 
you know, probably a few more layers of guitar. You know, mm-hmm. like a couple of the songs will be like that, but we'll also have several that have full on drums and, and probably just a richer, bigger mm-hmm. you know, band sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so who, who are your guitar heroes? Oh, man. God, there's so many. Um, and you already mentioned a couple of them yeah. Bill Frizzell and, and Vernon Reed. Yeah. What about jazz guitar players? Oh man, you know I'm Methania. You know I've Methania? seen Pat mm-hmm. Methania so many times, yeah, and yeah. you know Johnny Schofield, uh-huh. and uh, got, it. got it. You know, but I've li- you know Kenny Burrell. I mean, there's so many West Montgomery. I mean, there's you right. know I've listened to every. I've so much jazz guitar that it's hard yeah. to pick. I mean, they all have, yeah. and I think that's what I love about jazz guitars is they really each has kind of their own unique right. sound. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. Um, so it really just depends on the mood I'm in and what I want to what I want to listen to at that moment, but. Um, yeah, so many influences. When did you did you did you think did you discover one day that that you had found your sound? That's a that's a really good question. Um, you know, when I was younger, I probably started playing when I was an eight, eight, nine, or ten years old, <laughs> taking lessons, uh-huh. and I remember really loving the sound that the guitar makes when it's really arpeggiated. You uh-huh. know, and, and I think I use that that technique a lot. I really like to. It's kind of like. You know, when you're playing piano voicings and you're having all mm-hmm. those notes kind of cascade into and over yeah. each other, I really love that, the tonal quality of the guitar when you're playing those arpeggiated kind of open mm-hmm. chords mm-hmm. and moving them around. And, and I think, you know, like an, an E minor chord can be played so many different ways on a guitar mm-hmm. and to get those different voicings. I think that really defines really how I like to play guitars, really move things around and get the richness of the different strings interacting when I play the acoustic mm-hmm. and, and when I play the electric too, I think it's, it's a fun, it's, it's, I feel like I know enough about music theory uh-huh. to make it, to know what I'm doing and yeah. make it interesting. But I think kind of that mystique between, you know, behind not knowing exactly what, what it's yeah. going to sound like when you move things around mm-hmm. is kind of fun too. It's like that kind of, that kind of mystery, the kind of the world that kind of opens up when you move yeah. things around on the guitar and, and uh, I studied with Don Latarski at the University really? of Oregon in, in Eugene years ago. I did ago. a TV story on him years yeah. ago. Yeah, I just... The, um, guy, the guy that glues his picks to his, to his fingernails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, I just reconnected with Don. It was the um, weirdest thing. Yeah, but he... You know, I he learned still, a lot does of, he still do that? You know, I honestly don't know. He's, um, I think every, he's taking a break for all... He's doing a lot of, I think, just um, recording on other albums at this point. But One of the strangest things that ever happened to me. Yeah. I was working for Oregon Artbeat at OPB. And I came to Eugene to do a piece on Latarsky, right? Yeah. So great, it's fine. I'm at a, I'm at his gig, and you know, uh, he sent me over to meet his manager, and um, I introduced myself, yeah. you know, and he's, and I said I'm Tom D'Antoni, and he looked at me straight in the eye without a drop of irony and said, "Is that French?" <laughs> and so, <laughs> I got to, I, I, I got to use my Tony Soprano look. Yeah, that's awesome. I just stood there and looked at yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, he thought I was going to kill him. He's he's a unique guy. He's a unique. <laughs> no, guy. this is not Latarsky. Yeah, this was his manager. Oh, oh okay, yeah, his manager. That's funny. No, Latarsky was, yeah. was fine. Yeah, but it was very that's, funny. Yeah, was very that's funny. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Don's a great guy. I learned a lot from Don. He's his. Yeah. He's written lots. Of, obviously, he's he's written for good for guitar player for many years. Oh and, sure. And all of his chords and a lot of his scale theory and and chordal theory stuff I really uh-huh. loved. And so it was a lot of foundation for a lot of the stuff I do. But. um and, you know, I had listened to a couple of his albums the other day. I mean, oh, Don's another one of those people that has a really unique yeah. sound as well, you know, which yeah. most a lot of people don't even, you know, know about him or know of him. He's he's a classic mellow Eugene guy, yeah. you know, and uh, 
But with with picks, right? Picks <laughs> glued to his fingernails. That's funny, I forgot about that. It was the strangest thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's it's uh, that's kind of how I define you know define my sound. I guess if I had one, uh-huh. you know, and I think and I think just song construction. You know, I think back when we had our our um, kind of our pop rock band back uh-huh. in early in the two thousands, I, I wrote a lot of the music, and I think I just it's the the fun of you know putting chords together and interesting mm-hmm. turnarounds and riffs and stuff is, is always fun to kind of build build songs. Were you doing original music or covers or what? Back then we were doing all originals. Oh, yeah, good. yeah, it was all original stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's all good. It's but you know it's kind of fun to and I think you know that's getting back to your question about what are we doing and I think our goal is to put maybe a cover or two you know on the next album and maybe, you know, play some, some live covers. I think it gives another access point for mm-hmm. people to yeah. try yeah. to understand what we're doing right. and where we're coming from. Like if they can recognize us, oh, okay, those guys are, you know, they, they get the, the repertoire of, yeah. of generations. And I think, yeah. um, you know, there's, you know, we're both, we're both not young. So I think it's, there's a lot of music that we've listened to over the years and mm-hmm. to pull from a lot of great songs. And I yeah. think it's fun to, to pay homage to those artists right. and, and, and play cool music and have people connect with that. Yeah. Well, well. Frizzell always did that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that, that absolutely. have a little faith in me. That's yeah. just a great yeah. album. Oh man. yeah, he's done yeah. so many. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's a lot of his. You know, especially moving into the Americana, all the Americana stuff he's done. I mean, there's a lot, yeah. huge, huge. Yeah. Oh, I remember him from repertoire. when he was in New York. Yeah. Oh right. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with Horvitz and John right. Zorn yeah, exactly. and all those guys. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I loved. I, was, I think probably one of my favorite albums still is the one he did with Ginger Baker, the first oh. Ginger Baker trio. I love that. Love that album. Ginger Baker. Ah, you ever see that documentary on I him? I did. I did. That was great. That was great. I could watch uh, music documentaries every day. Yeah. What a, wild, what wild a lunatic. Yeah. 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 Off the wall for sure. <laughs> Did he have a gun out there at the at the, the last shot, <laughs> chase, ch- chasing him away? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, really, he did. It was great. That's great. Oh, and then yeah. Pat Martino, who recently oh yeah passed. Yeah. yeah, 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 great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, his comeback from his illness was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very inspiring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so many, so much good music out there. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, um, what what are your what? What do you, what do you hope to accomplish? Um, you know, I, I think really at the end of the day, you know, I think like a lot of artists, you mm-hmm. don't really feel like you really are choosing to be in it. It kind of chooses you. Right. And I think mm-hmm. like, I, I'm going to play music, whether I put out an album or I just play in my living room for fun mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But I think. I think when you feel like you're doing something kind of unique and you're, you're inspired by the person mm-hmm. or people you're playing with, mm-hmm. it kind of like pushes you to do more. And I think, um, Michael and I are taking this amazingly seriously. I mean, yeah. we, you know, like I said, we're working with Dylan McGarrick of bad man. He's, he's going to be co-producing our next album. You know, he's a label owner here in town and, you know, our goal is to, to get access to more people and, right. you know, hopefully get signed at some point. Yep. Um, and we'd love to start going on some mini tours as things open up, mm-hmm. um, make more music and make better music and collaborate with other musicians yeah. local. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we'd, you know, I'd love to make it over to Europe. I think there's an interesting mm-hmm. listening crowd in Europe, you oh, know, yeah. just from the, all the avant-garde jazz. And, right. you know, they, 
they seem to be interested in a, a lot of instrumental variations of mm -hmm. instrumental music that's mm -hmm. not just mm -hmm. traditional jazz or traditional classical. Oh, yeah. oh, so yeah. I think that would be kind of fun to do at some point. But you know, it's all a, you know, once again, we put this album out pretty much a year ago, and so we're in this kind of this first year, we, and that was from distance. So now that we're in Portland. And then my goal, you know, really was to get here so we could really hit this, you know, a little, little harder together, actually play yeah. the songs together and get yeah, out and, yeah, yeah. and uh, just see where it went from there. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think as an artist, you're always wondering, you know, will people connect with it? Do they want right. to listen to it? Right. Um, you know, is it something that uh, makes them feel good or, mm -hmm. you know, supports how they're feeling? And I think a lot of, you know, we wrote this and it came out during, you know, kind of the pinnacle of COVID. And, you know, a lot of our goal really of this album was really to offer some type of soothing yeah. experience for, for yeah. someone to listen to. I mean, when I listen, yeah. you know, it's always my big question. Do I listen to music to get into a mood or I listen to it to support the mood I'm in? And I think it's both, you know, and I yeah. think yeah. Um, at the end of the day, if we want people to connect with the music and with us, us as people. You know, I mean, we like mm -hmm. I love the feeling of connection with people when we, you know, we're just talking as human beings or talking about music or whatever it is. And I think. You know, if we can reach people on whatever level and share things mm -hmm. that we're passionate about with them, I think that's mm -hmm. kind of what it's all about, you know. How many guitars do you own? <laughs> oh, Come that's, on. that's hilarious. I, literally, I own three guitars. Only three? Three. Wow. So I, this, is, this is great. I, I, my parents bought me a Japanese-made Honer electric acoustic guitar in the mid-'80s, <laughs> which, I, which, I, which I used to record this album Really? Use record on this album. Wow. Um, I, th I had an Ibanez electric back before that, which I've gotten rid of. I, I think I just beat it to death, and it was the <laughs> the, uh, the pickups were rusting out and yeah. or whatever. <laughs> anyway, so I got rid of that, but I just have, you know, I have an Ibanez um, Art Star, kind of the mm -hmm. kind of semi hollow body, and um, two acoustics. I've got one little uh, Fender acoustic as well. It's, I've got, I used my Dreadnought, my owner Dreadnought for this mm -hmm. album, but I've got a little Fender as well. Um, wow. But, yeah, I'm not a good, I've never been into gear or massive amounts of guitars. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, that's kind of the quintessential guitar. I know so many, you know, everyone I know, including Michael, he doesn't have a ton of guitars, but he's really gotten into effects lately. So he has a, ah. you know, he has a wish list of about 14 different effects he'd like to get <laughs> next. But um, I think he's got four or five. Do you ever guitars. swap guitars? Well, he's a lefty. And oh, I'm a righty, so we can't geez, swap, can't swap, right? Oh, you have to flip it upside down. And, oh, but yeah, so that's, <laughs> yeah. He, and he said, well, it's funny. He told me the other day he was looking for another guitar. He was looking for an acoustic guitar. And he said, you can't, you can't find it. He got lucky. He said someone locally had one lefty acoustic guitar left. And he just went and bought it because oh, it was man. the only one in town left. Wow. But, uh, you know, with COVID, everyone's. Yeah. picking up hobbies and like he, especially with the lefty he just right. can't find them but uh, I thought that was funny <laughs> but yeah no I do not have a ton so you of can't, gear you can't, you can't swap with him you know, that's hilarious I know I know yeah you know it's funny I played lots of guitars in stores over years and I've I, I really I've always loved the tone of my guitar I've uh -huh. you know, I've, I've uh, I'm, I'm open to it though there's so many guitars and so many guitar makers out there it'd be cool to, to walk in and sit down and like have one feel like oh okay yeah that's that's the next guitar you know right like a mike Doolin or something exactly something exactly like yeah because i don't have money to buy those lovely well, lovely you know. custom guitars <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, can dream as a, you know the great trumpet maker david monette of course is in yeah, portland yeah. yeah and uh he he has made left-handed trumpets oh really yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'd never even thought about a left. Yeah, I mean, yeah. of any instrument, really, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, that's funny. There's one, I won't, I won't mention her name, but she was a 
tremendous trumpet player, and she just couldn't get it. She actually got one from him. Interesting. He built it. I mean, it cost. I'm sure it cost them a lot of money. Oh yeah. But uh, and there's not a big market for left-handed trumpets. That's interesting. But she just couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't do it. That makes sense. I mean, well, you know, de- just decades the way you're, of yeah. muscle memory. And totally. All that, you know. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's interesting. Oh man. So, you, are there any gigs coming up? Yes, we've got a show here at Artichoke. Um, actually, yeah. So we got. Um, looks like we're going to be doing that Friday, December third. We're doing their Friday night coffee house cafe um, with two or three other artists. I think that night. Lloyd Jones yeah. on that show. I think that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. That's great. Yeah, so we're excited. Yeah, we're excited to just get out and play as much as possible. Um, and it's uh, I can just walk over to the gig, which is even nicer. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think it'll just be um, yeah, the two of us that night. We. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a nice setting for just guitars, I think, here. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Very nice setting for yeah. guitars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, listen, uh, we're going to, uh, I want to go go out on one of these tunes. Should we go out on the nearest sky? Yeah, that sounds great. Is that's that a right? Good one. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the video. Yeah. Yep. That's a video. That's the one. So um, we we took, so Dylan, who I was mentioning before, yeah. McGarrick, he, uh, we agreed to work with him to remix two songs off of that album with with drums on it. Uh-huh. So Nearer Sky was one of them, mm-hmm. and the other one was Two of Us. So we've got so we we put out our album then two remix singles with drums, and those are the two. That's the one we just came out with, with the video. Okay, it has drums on so it. So the one on, on the album does not have drums. Exactly, that okay. album is drum free. Our next one will have lots of drums, and the two singles that we remix do have okay. drums. All so right. a little bit of everything. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome back. Hey, thank you. Yeah, we're excited yeah. to be back and, and doing yeah. stuff again, like yeah. lots of musicians right now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and music journalists, too. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Very true. All right, man. Thank okay. you very much. And as we like to say at the end of these, that's entertainment. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Tom. All right. Uh-huh.